What's going on, everybody? Do from In The Mix Sports Radio. Wild card weekend is upon us. Kicking things off with the Raiders at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals won their first playoff game in 31 years. 26-19 in a back-and-forth affair. But let's be honest. Joe Burrow looks like a Super Bowl-winning quarterback. He was 24 of 34 for 244 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. And he did that with T. Higgins only having one catch for 10 yards. But he used Jamar Chase, who once again broke the century mark with 116 yards on nine catches. He also added three carries for 23 yards. He can do it all, Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon chipped in with 48 yards on 17 carries. But the story here is C.J. Azuma with six catches for 64 yards and a touchdown. This Bengals offense really has a lot of weapons. They can beat you on the ground with Joe Mixon. They can beat you in the air with Jamar Chase or Tyler Boyd, or T. Higgins, or C.J. Azuma. And in the playoffs, you have to be built where you can win running the football and throwing the football. And this Bengals team, this offense can score with anybody in the entire league. The only question mark coming into the game was their defense. They're kind of a bend but don't break defense. You catch them sleeping some weekends if they play down to their opponent. But they sacked Derek Carr three times. They also picked him one time. And the Bengals are moving on. The Raiders had a very tumultuous season with John Gruden... John Gruden having to resign. Then you have Henry Ruggs, who almost derailed the season with a a DUI. But this group came together. They really fought. Carr used what he had. Hunter Renfro as a star. He had another eight catches for 58 yards. Zay Jones looks to have finally found a home in Las Vegas. He closed out the season very strong. He had another five for 61 in his score. The big story was they finally got Darren Waller to look like Darren Waller. He was hurt in the Thanksgiving game. He missed a lot of time. It was good to see him close out the season with a 7 for 76. Josh Jacobs is a true workhorse. They just have to feed him the rock. You can't give him under 10 carries. He's a guy that needs 12, 15, 20 touches. He chipped in with 83 on the ground and another 4 catches for 44. The defense who really helped carry the load 
they looked good, but when they needed a turnover, they just couldn't get one. They were able to sack Burrow twice. But Vegas isn't going anywhere. They're a very good team. And next year, they'll be back. There's no doubt about it. Carr is a franchise guy. They have the weapons on offense. Add a few pieces to the defense. And, and this is a team that could contend for Super Bowls. But you have to give credit to these Cincinnati Bengals. They kind of remind you of the 2011 New York Giants who were overlooked just like the Bengals are. Everybody criticized the defense, how they can't stop anybody. And when it came time to buckle down, that giant team came together. And this Bengals team is on that same trajectory. They just have the feel that they can get hot and make a run to the Super Bowl and possibly win the Super Bowl because they have the pieces in place to do so. It's going to be fun to see what happens next week. But Cincinnati moving on. What's going on, everybody? Dude from In The Mix Sports Radio. We're going to talk about the Saturday night wild card snooze fest and the Buffalo Bills thrashing of the New England Patriots 47-17. to Josh Allen is a star. He was nearly flawless. 21 of 25 for 308 yards, 5 touchdowns, 0 interceptions, and didn't even need... Stephon Diggs to have a monster game. He utilized talents like Isaiah McKenzie, who had six total touches for 74 yards. Gabriel Davis, two catches for 41 and a score. Emmanuel Sanders, two catches for 36 and a touchdown. And Buffalo finally fed Devin Singletary. Everybody questioned why they didn't use him all season. They gave him seven touches, ten touches, but they never really unleashed him. And when it mattered most, he was finally unleashed for 16 carries, 81 yards, and two touchdowns. He allowed the Buffalo Bills to control game and time of possession he is the X factor and if he continues to play as well as he did tonight the Buffalo Bills will be Super Bowl champions the defense showed up again with three sacks two interceptions A big one in the red zone early on that changed the complexion of the game. But on the Patriots side, they just weren't ready. Mac Jones, for as many big games as he played at Alabama, just didn't show up. His numbers were decent, 24 of 38 for 232 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. 
but you have to question why New England went away from the run game, which was very important during the regular season. Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson only had 17 total touches for 57 scoreless yards. That didn't allow the Patriots to be the offense they were all season. As for the pass catchers, Kendrick Bourne's found a home. He's no longer just a deep threat. He's a serious weapon. He had seven catches for 77 yards and two touchdowns. Jacoby Myers had six catches for 40 yards. But Hunter Henry, who was a weapon all year, had one catch for 30 yards early on. They never went back to him. But the Patriot defense just didn't show up. They were a top unit all year. They got heavy pressure on quarterbacks. They got a lot of sacks, a lot of turnovers. And they just couldn't figure out the Bills' offense or game plan. They had no sacks, no turnovers. And it really, it hurt. It hurt the offense. It hurt the defense. But the whole team, coaching staff down, just didn't seem like they were in sync. And they're going home. They have a long offseason to think about it. But Buffalo's moving on. Dude from In The Mix Sports Radio. The Philadelphia Eagles traveled to Tampa Bay to take on Tom Brady and the Bucks. Brady was his usual self on the afternoon, 29-37, for 271 yards, two scores. One to Mike Evans, who had eight catches for 117 yards and a score, and Gronk five catches for 31 and a score. Keyshawn Vaughn chipped in 17 carries 53 yards in a score and Bernard had 13 carries for 44 and a touchdown on the ground and he added five catches for 39 through the air if Keyshawn Vaughn and Gio Bernard step up for as long as it takes Fournette to get healthy even without Godwin and Antonio Brown leaving this offense is going to be scary. Tom Brady knows what it takes. The rest of this team tasted a championship. And they have to be the favorite. Their defense is top five in the NFL. They had two sacks and two interceptions of Jalen Hurts. And they play team football. Everybody has a role. They're always in positions to make the play. They're a very, very dangerous team moving forward. And Brady has shown time and again, don't 
ever count him out. As for the other side, the Eagles really have a decision to make here. Jalen Hurts looked absolutely terrible through the first three quarters. The score looked closer than the game was, but Hertz was 23 of 43 on the day for 258 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. He missed wide-open guys all day. He had Quez Watkins, who had two catches for 35, but should have had an 80-yard walk-in score. He had the safety and the corner beat by at least 10 yards. And he just overthrew him. The throw wasn't even close. Again, he had Devontae Smith, who had four catches for 60 yards, open for a split second in the corner of the end zone. He hesitated, threw off his back foot, and the safety creeped down and picked the ball off. Bad throw. Bad decision-making. Yes, Hurts is a dual threat, but Philly really has to decide if he's the guy that can take this offense to where they want to go. It's going to be a tough decision because Hurts is a good football player, but he's just not that superstar quarterback they thought they were getting. Another head scratcher was Miles Sanders only getting seven carries. He turned that into 16 measly yards. You have to get Miles Sanders touches. He's one of the best backs in the league. And you can't find more than seven touches. I get the game was out of reach. But get him involved. When you get him the ball, good things usually happen. And it seemed like whatever worked for Philly for 18 weeks, they went away from it completely. So they're going to hang their heads low because this was a bad defeat. And they have a lot of questions to answer. The tight end position is set with Dallas Goddard. He had six catches for 92 yards. He didn't score, but he's a tight end one. He's going to be up there with the Kelsey, Kittle, Darren Waller. But there's so many question marks. The Eagles defense, you can throw on them. They do get pressure. They did sack Tom Brady four times. They didn't create any turnovers during the regular season when they won the turnover battle. Their offense scored points. They won the games. When you're playing Tom Brady, you better bring your A++ game. Philly just didn't do it. They go into the offseason with a lot of question marks what they're going to do in the draft, free agency, and most importantly, 
what the starting quarterback position will look like in the city of brotherly love. They have Minshew. They're going to get calls on both of them. If an enticing package for Jalen Hurts comes across Howie Roseman's desk, he better accept it fast. Because Minshew, if you give him a chance, he can probably take the team further. His decision-making is a little bit better. His mechanics are a little bit better. He's a more pure pocket passer. He can run. He is mobile. But Jalen Hurts is a run-first quarterback. And he's not the greatest throwing quarterback. Just tough decisions all around for the Eagles. The Bucs, they move on. Like I said, they're one of the odds-on favorite in the NFC. But hopefully Philly answers the questions that need to be answered. And they have a long offseason to get the ship righted. What's going on, everybody? Dude from In The Mix Sports Radio. The San Francisco 49ers traveled to Dallas, to Jerry's World, to take on the Cowboys Wild Card weekend. And this was one of the better games of the weekend. It was a very tight game all the way up to the final seconds. The 49ers edged one out 23-17. Clock management was an issue for the Cowboys. Dak forgot that whatever he did on that last play where he ran, didn't get out of bounds, and pretty much ran the game clock out. Dallas's always right there. They seem to always be on the cusp of finally turning the corner. But there's always a mistake that comes back to haunt them. It's just they can't get over that hill. And it's just strange that no matter how good of a team they have, they just seem to not be able to win in the postseason. A lot of credit goes to Shanahan and the Niners' run game. Elijah Mitchell is the truth. 27 carries, 96 yards and a score. You had... Your defense with five sacks and an interception. Ayuk showed up again with five catches for 66 yards. But Debo Samuel, man, he he's legit. He had 13 total touches for 110 yards and a score. He's been doing it on the ground catching passes, throwing passes. 
he was finally healthy this year, and it showed how much of an X factor he really is for that offense. Garoppolo did Garoppolo things, I guess is the best way you can you can say. He's a game manager at this point. He was 16 of 23 for 172 yards. No touchdowns and an interception. The defense is really what won this game for them in the running game. Controlling the tempo. Winning the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football. The Cowboys had some good production from their guys. Dalton Schultz had seven catches for 89 yards. Cedric Wilson, who's been a surprise at the end of the year, filling in for Michael Gallup. He had five catches for 62 yards. Amari Cooper had six catches for 64 yards and a score. C.D. Lamb non-existent. He had one catch for 21 yards. Big reason why they're going home. C.D. Lamb in no game at any time should have one catch for 21 yards. That man is your wide receiver one. And he has to win his matchup. And you have to find a way. Get creative and get the ball in his hands. You gave Zeke 12 carries. He managed 31 yards. I just didn't understand the Cowboys game plan going in. Their defense, which had been top-notch all year. Zero sacks. One interception. But they had 14 penalties. 89 yards in penalties. That will lose you games faster than anything. And they now have months to think about what went wrong. What they could have changed. They have to find a way to get the monkey off their back and win a playoff game. Just start with a win in the playoffs. Stop the Super Bowl talk and win a playoff game. The Niners get to travel to Green Bay for another hard-hitting affair. That's going to be a fun game. Congrats to the Niners moving on. Dallas fans, once again, you counted a Super Bowl trophy in the case before the playoffs even started. Take a breath. Enjoy the offseason. And get ready for next year. What's going on, everybody? Dude from In The Mix Sports Radio. And the Monday nightcap on Wild Card Weekend was a bloodbath. The Arizona Cardinals traveled to Los Angeles to take on the Rams. And this one was over before it started. Very unusual in this divisional matchup. 
but the Cardinals coaching staff didn't have their guys ready to play. Kyler Murray didn't look ready to play. And the coaching staff pretty much said whatever worked during the regular season, we're going away from it. We're going to try new things, even though it's a win or go home situation. The Rams came to play. They blew them out 34 to 11. This game was never close. The Cardinals didn't get their first points till late in the second half. And the numbers really show that. Kyler Murray was 19 of 34, 137 scoreless yards, and two turnovers. Made some bad decisions, bad throws, just didn't look in sync with the rest of his offense. Anton Wesley and A.J. Green, who have been key weapons for him, zero combined catches. Chase Edmonds, zero catches, did nothing on the ground, eight carries, 28 yards. The story here is James Conner, who really carried the offense when Edmonds was hurt. Four carries, 19 yards. He did score. He also had a catch for five yards. But Conner showed he could be the workhorse for your offense. Edmonds showed he's the elusive pass-catching back. And they played to neither of their strength. And it was bad for the entire offense. Christian Kirk led the pass catchers 6 for 51. Rondell Moore had 5 for 32. Ertz, who caught everything pretty much since he got to Arizona, had 3 catches for 21 scoreless yards. The offense just didn't play. They looked bad. They looked like they... Forgot how to play football. I don't know what it was. The coaching staff didn't coach well. The offense didn't play well. It trickled down to the defense who had one sack, no turnovers. The offense was 0 for 9 on third down. 61 rushing yards for a 1-2 punch that... Should have had at least 100 total yards between the two of them. And they just got nothing going. The offense as a whole had 183 total yards. Just a miserable performance. They have a a long off season to prepare, to get ready to add the pieces they're missing to get healthy with players that were injured going into the game like DeAndre Hopkins. But in the playoffs, you expect more from a team that played so well both at home and on the road during the regular season. Now the defense, you kind of knew... They were a mediocre unit, but they created turnovers. They got sacks, but they were giving up five yards a carry. They were getting thrown on by nearly every quarterback. And the Rams just were too much. And they just punched them early. And Arizona had no response. 
But credit has to go to that other sideline. Sean McVay and that staff had their guys ready to play. Stafford, they didn't ask him to do too much. He was 13 out of 17, 202 yards, two touchdowns, and the most important, zero interceptions, which he struggled with down the stretch in the regular season. He was turning the ball over. He was making some weird decisions. He looks like he righted that ship. We'll see going into next week against the Bucks. That's a top unit. But if he can play like he did this week, the Rams are going to be scary, especially with their one-two punch. Sony Michelle, 13 carries, 58 yards. Cam Akers didn't play a single down during the regular season. He had 17 carries for 55 yards. He caught another one for 40 yards. And he just had defenders on skates all night. He looks healthy. He looks like he could be the workhorse that carries the offense. And this team will go as far as the running game will take them. And if the Rams really stick to the run, they have a shot to get back to their second Super Bowl under McVay. And it looks like they've learned from their mistakes. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. He had five catches for 61 and a touchdown. Odell Beckham is another weapon they didn't have in the last Super Bowl run. He had four catches for 54 and a score. Tyler Higby, he's more than a tight end. He's an athletic freak. He added three catches for 46 yards. They were 6 of 13 on third down as opposed to the Cardinals 0 for 9. 375 total yards of offense, but the key, 140 rushing yards. They controlled the line of scrimmage. They controlled time of possession. That's why they won. The defense, two sacks, but they created two extra possessions on interceptions, and they just brutalized a division rival. In the playoffs. That gives them a ton of steam. Going into the divisional round. This is a scary Rams team. And anybody who has to play them in the playoffs. They're going to be in for a fight. Because this isn't a finesse team anymore. They punch you in the mouth on the ground. And they have the weapons. All over the field at every level. To beat your matchup. Thank you guys for joining me. We'll have our divisional round predictions. We'll have some basketball coming soon. Stay tuned.